Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Chin Chin, who is the advocator of the carefree lifestyle, an author and a successful entrepreneur. Chin Chin, how are you doing? I'm good. Thank you, Timothy, for inviting me. Of course. Thanks for coming on the show. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Okay. I was a technopreneur for 20 years. I started my first tech company when I was 21. Been through the internet era, followed by mobile applications and then the blockchain technology. Um, I'm an author of four financial literacy books. And currently, I'm a life coach because I want to advocate. I want to get people to have a carefree lifestyle. I gotcha. I gotcha. And so, oh, you- yeah. And I love rock climbing and skiing, um, swimming for wow. my leisure. I gotcha. How long have you been rock climbing? A few a uh, few years, but only this last year I've become more much more active. Okay. Okay. Hmm. There we go. There we go. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. So you went from tech entrepreneur and you wrote four books kind of in that time. And now you're really focusing on the life coach side of things because you want people to live a carefree lifestyle. Tell us about what you mean by carefree lifestyle. Elaborate a little bit. Sure. Okay, we check out the carefree word, right? It means um no worries, you know, a life with no worries. So what I did was um, when I was uh, uh, running my business and things like that, I was living the life that I, I was told to, right? Earn more money, live a better life, get a better car, get a better house. And I've done everything. And yet I there's this insecurity and aimless and frustration that I had. I'm like, it's life only about working. Why am I working so hard? And then am I going to work for the rest of my life? That's when actually I took a break and um, it was an eight years break. So I that during eight years, I, I wrote the books mm-hmm. and I realized that uh, then I talked to people who are semi-retired or retired. And that's when I realized that actually um, there's a lot to do. You can design the life that you want right mm-hmm. now, actually with a change in mindset changing the relationship with money, feeling abundance, right? Um, will allow you to feel much more happier. And by securing yourself with a clear roadmap to financial independence, which is to have enough passive income to cover your expenses, you'll feel much more secured and you have less worries, less anxiety, and you'll be very happy. And, that's, and then carefree financial independence because... There are also people who already reach financial independence, but they don't dare to to retire or they do not know how to enjoy their retirement because they didn't design it in the first place. They are aimless, you know. So I want it to be a full package with carefree. That means you know, you design the life that you want. And then in the meantime, you work towards financial independence. I think that is the perfect way to live a life whereby you will enjoy a life doing things that you want at the time that you want to. 
Mm. Yeah, that's why I came up with the term carefree financial independence. I love that. And so there's kind of two things there. One, you're designing your life post-retirement so that you enjoy it, right? So that you're enjoying yes. the time and you're not just aimless in your post-retirement life. But you also have a set plan to get to retirement, that path to financial freedom. So let's start with that path to financial freedom. For those listening, they're 24, they're 25, maybe they're 35, maybe they're 47 with two kids who still need to go to college. How do you get them started on designing that path to financial freedom? What are some of the things you take them through? The first thing that they really have to do is to look into their current cash flow, their ins and outs. How, how, what's the relationship between, you know, if you look at, if you do a, an, 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 a gap analysis to see how have you been spending your money? I mean, let's say you've been working for 10 years or 20 years or even five years regardless, you would have earned certain amount of money. And then you look at the assets or the debt that you have right now. Does it match? Where did the money go? What was the reason? Are you accumulating more assets or more debts? Are you building passive income? Uh, where, 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 where has the money gone to? You know, a lot of time, um, if you look at the numbers, if you, are being, if you are aware of the numbers, then you start to think about, okay, is this the life that I want to have for the next 10 years? Am I going to continue this path? Is it heading to somewhere? I think that's an important question. So the first step is to analyze your current financial um, uh, numbers. That's the first step. The second step is then to look at, so in this case, what is your plan? What kind of life do you want to design? And then we work towards it. Mm, I gotcha. And so when you're talking about purchasing assets, are you speaking primarily real estate? Are you having people buy businesses? Are there alternative forms of assets that you're having people buy? Yes. Uh, okay. Personally, six years ago, I wrote a book on cryptocurrencies called New Assets. Mm. So I'm a bit advocator for cryptocurrency too. But of course, there's a lot of risk involved and you have to put in a lot of time to study and to understand what is it. For me, partly because I had a te uh, technical background, so um, I can appreciate it much better. But um, well, that's me. But for normal, and the thing is, cryptocurrency allows you to invest with really small amount. And the risk and rewards ratio is really high. And that's why I think it's good to put some into cryptocurrency. But for general people who are afraid of it and who thinks that this is not the time, um, they're so worried about it, right? Then, of course, I will advocate. What I do in my course is actually I tell them what are the fundamentals of um, financial products. For a lot of people, it may seem like too complicated. So I break it down to very simple forms. Like regardless of what products that you see out there, they come up with so many names, right? There are there is a simple way to look at it. Fundamentally, there are four basic components of the assets. You have your bonds, your stocks, your commodities, and your currencies, which is Forex. These four items, right, is then mixed and matched or managed in different entities to come up with different names. For example, your unit trust, your um, mutual funds, and your ETFs. They're traded differently, that's all. And then... Um, there are different fees involved. So what I do is I want people to know that, I mean, the if you want to have financial independence, you know that your end goal is to have passive income more than your expenses. That's the general rule, right? Yep. 
So what are the things that you can manipulate? Number one, you can reduce your expense. That will make your path much earlier because small expense means um, easier achievable number. The second thing is you want to make sure that uh, you are putting some time to either build investment portfolio that gives you more invest uh, passive income, or you can, if your interest is in business, of course, it's good to build a business and sell it later on. Or you can invest in companies that's already making money so that they can give you passive income. Or you can have uh, properties out there. Some people like property, right? But I think property right now, it's really too expensive. It may not be viable looking at the yield, but I think different countries have different yields, right? And then there's also REITs. So there are so many options out there for you to build your passive income. And of course, most importantly, I would say it's yourself. If you can acquire skills that you can monetize as a side hustle for a start, and you know that over time it can be built into uh, a passive income, that's even better. So eventually, I hope that you will enjoy the journey towards having financial independence by making your active income. That means your working hours, right? You make it to you. You have you built it in such a way that you have the option to slowly transit your active income that you're working on becomes your um, something that you enjoy doing. Yeah. Then it's really good, right? Because you enjoy doing it and you're making money from it. And then on the side, you are also building your investment portfolio that adds on to give you more passive income. Then in this way, your your path to build um towards financial independence will be much more happier. You know, a lot of people think, oh my God, to become financial independence, I have to sacrifice a lot of things, right? But you can actually make it more enjoyable by slowly transiting your active income into something that you love. I think that's very, very important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you help people... So there's the clear path to financial freedom, right? Like you take, you yes. do the financial audit of your numbers and then you yep. either lower your expenses or both lower your expenses and make sure you're investing in assets so that you decrease the financial freedom number you need, but you are also investing in assets that are going to produce that passive income. All right. When it comes and to, to do that, yes, sorry. And to do that, right, it's very important for you to look at your, I also did, I will, I will also do a time audit with them. If you spend all your time only on active income, obviously you're going to only work till you die, right? If not, the money's not going to come. But if you allocate, if you your path is very clear, I design a life whereby I want to be financial independent with passive income at a certain age, then you will should allocate your time to learn how to have passive income. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, you may be uncomfortable to learn. You find it too complicated. But the thing is, if the goal is to have passive income, you must learn how to build passive income. If your time, if you look at 24 hours, right? You're putting zero hours on passive income, learning how to do it. Of course, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So a time audit is also very important. That's why I do for people too, to, for them to recognize <laughs> how you spend your time is how you build your life. I love that. I love the time audit, especially because when you're talking about like building those skills that will start to generate passive income or starting to learn about investments, a lot of times, if you spend an hour or two every other day for a yep. year, you're going to be so much further ahead. Your skills are going to be better. You're going to increase your income by two or 3000 a month, which is plenty to start putting towards assets that are going to produce passive yeah. income, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it takes time, right? 
it takes time for us to learn. And also, I would say right now, you know, right now we have the bank crisis and things like that. Um, I, I advise a lot of my clients two years ago to, you know, stop buying stocks, you know, because something big is going to happen, obviously, because we print so much money out there and it's finally happening. So it's fantastic for us because we know that this time around, I mean, nobody can time the top or the bottom, but we know that this is like a bad time and it's the best time to invest. So every quarter, make some investment. And then 10 years later, you look back, I'm sure you should be very happy with your investment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, talk to us a little bit about crypto. Um, for somebody who wants to get into crypto or they want to learn more about crypto, would they start with books? Would they start with podcasts? Would they go on YouTube, university? How would they go about learning and doing good research on crypto so they don't get burned? Yeah, okay. Crypto is really uh, very volatile and there's a lot of pumps and dumps and there is a lot of scammers out there and their scamming method is like always improving. So I would say number one, don't trust anybody. Number two, I would say you must uh, learn how to use, uh, for example, a MetaMask wallet. These are the basic skill. You must know, you must master the skill of using a wallet. Mm -hmm. This is the basic. The second thing is you must understand what is, uh, maybe you can use YouTube and learn about what is blockchain, you know, um, and what is the key coins, for example, what's Ethereum, what is Bitcoin, what are the various uh, blockchains out there and then just put in small amount to learn don't invest big amount first because you do not know what you don't know yet and the thing about cryptocurrencies is changing so fast that even for people like us who have been looking at it for so many years right we cannot keep ourselves up to date because it is a very community driven kind of projects anywhere in the world so unlike the traditional world whereby you build a company you build a product in the cryptocurrency, at any one time, a new project pops up, 10,000 people go in, six months later, it becomes so popular. And then you realize that on the seventh month, when you come in, you are actually too late. Mm -hmm. It's pump and dump, it's gone already. So I would advise people to take small amount and learn it along the way. Don't be greedy. When it's too good to be true, well, once a while, you may hit it right. You may be really happy, but... Uh, don't trust anybody. Anybody who offers help, you know that most probably is a scammer, unfortunately. So never give anybody the keys. Always make sure that you ask for help. You, you don't install anything that somebody just asked you to install. I think that's really risky too. And then um, learn along the way, right? Don't, don't make big, big amount of investment for a start. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Thanks for that. I appreciate it. Welcome. Well, let's jump into your motivation. What really gets you up and keeps you going every day? Oh, I really love my everyday. And I uh, morning, what I'll do is the good thing about financial independence is you can wake up anytime you want to. Yeah. Uh, and the, <laughs> but the irony is I do wake up at on average at around eight o'clock mm -hmm. on average. And then uh, I'll do some, uh, I'll have a nice breakfast or exercise. Uh, afternoon, normally I do my rock climbing. But morning, normally, I will just devote my time to learning things because I love to learn. When I learn things, I feel good. Um, and and that makes makes me happy for yeah. me. Yeah. Then afternoon, I will just enjoy my time either rock climbing or swimming. And then um, after that, I will enjoy my time with my family. It's family time. 
There we go. I yeah. love it. So it's just you've designed a day that you love and that just gets you up. Yes. And I really treasure every single day because I've heard so many stories of people who, you know, can just die. Like recently I heard one of my friend's cousin, um, they went to India, husband and wife. The, the nine-year-old was in Singapore and they went to visit their relatives in India. Unfortunately, they died in a car crash. Oh. So it's so sudden. And they're only 39 years old. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is, so many of us will take life for granted and, you know, it can just go. Like, yeah. So we should enjoy every single day with your family. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. As, especially when we are still healthy, you know? Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Tell us a little bit about your dreams and goals. It kind of seems like you're living the dream, but do you have any, uh, tell us about your vision for your life, your business going well, well, I still want to, after writing these books, um, I would like to, I want to be a carefree, uh, FI, carefree lifestyle um, advocator. I want to help more people to enjoy life, to design the life that they want and live the life that they want, to know that there is an option you know, a lot of people are sold into buying things, getting more material stuff. There's no ending to that. It's just a way to, I call it modern slavery. You know, you are trapped in what people tell you to, to live a life. If you're not living the life that you want, sadly, then you're building somebody else's dream. Mm. I don't think you want that. You don't want to be enslaved, you know, put yourself into a position whereby you're doing something for somebody else, unless it's for a good cause and you're happy with it. You know, life is like that. You, you know, the uh, one of the most famous person, Mr. Mustache, who advocate fire, mm-hmm. financial independence, retire early. Um, after he, re- after he um, succeed in getting financial independence, right? You know what he did? He spent eight hours a day building houses under the hot sun. <laughs> if you are forced to become a laborer, to build houses, I think your life will be like enslaved. You will feel so sad that, oh, I have to build a house under the hot sun because I want to pay bills, right? Yep. But when you did it out of an option because you love doing it, then you are happily doing it because they have a sense of achievement when you built it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still doing the same thing, you know, but the mindset is the one that makes the difference. I love that. Do you think there are people who can make that mindset shift from, oh, this feels like I'm a slave to, oh, this is something I choose to do despite financial freedom. So like somebody who's not financially free has to have a job to pay bills, but can still make that mindset shift that this is purposeful work and I'm choosing to Ah, do. Okay. I think there's two stages to it. The first stage is when you, okay, you will have this mindset only when what happens. I, okay. For even for my some of my clients, right? I will tell them, it doesn't mean that only when you reach financial independence then you feel carefree. Mm-hmm. It actually started when you do your time audit, you do your money audit, and you realize that if you set on this path, this journey, you will reach financial independence. Let's say in seven years time or ten years time, right? Yeah. By knowing this, right, you will actually have this sense of security. Because you know you are building your way there. And you understand the impact of you being financially independent by the end of it. But during along the way, um, when you built 
but because you're, you you feel secure already, right? There is a change in your mindset already because you know that, okay, it's going to happen. But in the meantime, the next two, three years, I'm going to build an option. This option is, will give me enough money for two years to discover, okay, in the meantime, you'll discover what you like because some people do not know what's the side hustle that they like. They don't know what's their skills that they, that they can do. It takes a few years. Mm-hmm. But once they know that they're on the path, they feel much happier. That's the first thing. The second thing is, as you build your skill set towards this goal, you know that you're improving. You know that it's going to happen. You actually feel happier. And then when you build, let's say, let's say you spend 2000 a month. Okay, you're single, you spend 2000 a month. And you, I would advocate, once you have six months of security, I call it security fund. Some people call it emergency fund. Mm-hmm. Once you have six months of emergency, uh, security fund, you feel happy. You feel secure. Once you have two years of security fund, you know what happens? You have an option. You have the option to take a rest. You have the option to find out because this, this time, right, you can have the option to find out what you like. And then you choose the job that you love to do. You have two years to discover that, right? And then you work, your active income becomes something that you already like doing. Mm. Yeah. So it don't have to be, of course, it can be immediate if you can, try to convince yourself but i i really doubt so yeah <laughs> I, I think what's more possible is you know you're secure and then you build the fund to build this secure to build this option for your life step by step so because you know financial independence can be a can be too far away for you 10 yeah. years is too far but if it's two years fund you can build it within three years within three years you have this option to do things that you love to find a job that you really enjoy doing it then then it's then yeah you'll feel much more happier 100 percent already yes <laughs> i love it so right now we have your dreams and goals being the carefree lifestyle advocator help more people enjoy life are there any other dreams or goals that you want to talk about oh uh, my dream is to have a new york bestseller for my new book there we go during this journey i'll be writing another book on a carefree lifestyle and that that will be my personal goal and I would like to travel to more countries to, to, um, to let people know more about this. And I would like to meet up with more mentors and coaches out there so that I can always learn. I enjoy learning. And I think that um, you can call it a life hack is to get a mentor to do anything that you l- like to learn for. Like, for example, I like rock climbing, right? I can yeah. climb slowly, you know. But if I get a coach, I can... I can climb butter much earlier and I feel better. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. <laughs> they just shorten the learning curve so much because you might have to do something, for example, with rock climbing, you know, yeah. you, you might need to position your arm a certain way or use your leg a certain way. And it takes you like a hundred reps to figure that out. But a coach yes. can do it on rep one and be like, Hey, just try this. And then on rep yeah. two, you already figured it out, you know? Yeah. And time is so much more precious Oh, time yeah. is precious and I wouldn't want to hurt my body. That's why that saves me a lot. It saves my time and, and it prevents me from hurting myself. 100%. 100%. Well, awesome. What are the top one to two skills that you need to develop in order to make this dream come true of getting that New York Times bestseller? <laughs> um, for me right now, I am. I have to be consistent in my writing. That's for sure. And secondly... Um, I'm talking to more people so that I can learn how to um, 
the easiest way, right, is to find people who already have a bestseller and learn from them. Mm. <laughs> and then sometimes the good thing about having some better in a better financial situation is you can you can buy this and then it just shortens my time to do it. So yeah, I I I get mentors myself too, and I learn a lot. There we go. There yeah. we go. So are the highest impact daily actions for you? Is it writing, networking, or something else right now? For me, um, I and I would say the power of network will amplify most of the effort. But personally, um, for anybody else, uh, even for myself, I think having the mentality the humility to keep on learning is really the most important thing. Mm. Because once you think that you know enough, then you stop learning and that's where you fall. So I always feel like I do not know enough. I want to keep on learning and I enjoy learning. So yeah. I think that's the most important. To be Have the open mind to um, learn. I think that's most important. Yeah, no, for sure. And man, I... uh completely agree with that. I've recently started doing 75 hard, probably about 19, 20 days ago. And I've been reading 10 pages a day of a business book or yeah. some, some nonfiction book. And I've been reading Russell Brunson's dot-com secrets, which, you know, he's kind of like an internet marketer and he yeah. teaches you about marketing and all that good stuff. And there was just some concepts that I remember I learned probably two years ago, but if you don't keep it top of mind and continue to work on it, you just lose it. Especially if you like learn it in a 15 minute period and you didn't hone the skill or hone yeah. the idea or yeah. build something on the idea. And so I was reading the book and I was like, Oh my gosh, this would change everything. If I consistently did this, I was like, because I had stopped reading for so long, I had stopped learning and that had stagnated a lot of progress that could have happened. Right. Yeah. So just interesting about how yeah learning and taking action of course implementing oh, it sure. so that we remember yeah but i think the mentality to be open to learning it's really important oh yeah absolutely i completely agree well if there were one or two people that you could meet right now and this could be a specific person or a type of person and they'd really help you take that next step towards your dreams and goals who would that person be and how would they help you right now person uh, I haven't really think of a person yet but for now um, because I've been reading books who, where the people may not be around <laughs> yeah but they have a big impact okay um, well okay recently I wrote uh, read a book on uh, Warren Buffett also because I believe that uh, the ability to invest, and the psychology to invest is really very important. So that really helped me a lot too. Yeah. 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 Buffett. I like the, not only the ability, but the psychology. The psychology. Yeah. There's another book called The Psychology of Money that is really good. Yeah. And so for me right now, um, yeah, I've been reading quite a lot and I actually spent a lot of time on YouTube too because for blockchain projects, there's so many things happening and I get involved in a lot of Discord group because I want to see whether the projects have people or community that are really active. Yeah. 
Yeah. Gotcha. Well, now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And the first question is, what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Okay, my my favorite movie is Matrix. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, because it kind of gives me the, um, the possibility of us moving out of the world. Mm -hmm. To hit enlightenment and be, you know, to be in a different world whereby maybe we have perfect knowledge. So I really love that movie. Yeah. I, I mean, I like things to be different. I Yeah, I agree. I will say I never watched the, the like, sequels. I only watched the first movie, I think. First one. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I think I need to go back and watch. I didn't even know there were sequels. But recently, it's been, The Matrix has been talked about, you know, in the past two years, I guess. Really with Andrew Tate coming on the scene. And always claiming the Matrix, the Matrix, you know, it's been getting a lot more media. And so I was like, oh, there are some sequels that I haven't seen. Yeah. So so for me, right, the first step on the earth is to be financially free so that I can do anything I want. The second step will be like Matrix, you know, where your mind is can be out of the world. Mm -hmm. Total freedom. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> well, what is one way you like to take care of yourself? Uh, for me, I exercise quite a bit, and then uh, I do. I I like junk food, but I also make sure that I eat this, uh, special mushroom called lingzhi. It's like a traditional mushroom. It's a herb that's taken mushroom that's only taken by the emperor during what two two thousand five hundred years ago. So uh, because generally cleanse my blood, and I believe that if you have a uh, clean blood. You can then bring on oxygen and minerals to all parts of your body. That's why you can stay healthy. I gotcha. What is it called again? Lingzhi. Gotcha. How do you spell that? Uh, L-I-N-G-Z-H-I. Awesome. Awesome. Nice, nice, nice. And what is one action step you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it too? Meet either Warren Buffett or that next mentor that'll help you become a bestseller. Well, uh, what's the action I can take? If I can interview him, I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, right? For him to just write a snippet to say, oh yes, carefree lifestyle is what I enjoy too. Well. I think that will be like, it will change the entire it will leverage, you know, I'll leverage definitely for sure. And and to me, I think Warren Buffett does have a carefree lifestyle. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right? the, man, the man wakes up and just reads for six hours a day. And yeah. Then he'll eat at like Wendy's or McDonald's or something. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And just, he enjoys, you know, he's always laughing and he's always like playing his ukulele, playing his uh -huh. poker or chess or whatever. Yeah. I think he has a very carefree life. Yeah. Yeah. He just does what he loves doing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, now we got our final series of questions. The first one, what is one limiting belief that continues to pop up in your life, if any? Yes, I do have. When I'm, when I'm young, right, I always have this thing about not good enough because I come from a really humble family. So, you know, I have uh, my peers, they travel more to more countries. They play piano, you know. They live in a bigger house. So I think I this does help um, kind of make me feel like I don't have enough. 
Yeah. I'm not good enough, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it comes from, did you say it came yeah. from growing up? Growing up. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. So it's not comparing yourself to your siblings now. It's what you had growing up. Yeah. More for my, because I come from a really big family, a traditional family. My grandmother have like nine children. The other side of my grandparents have 14 children. So you can imagine I can have like a hundred cousins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but of course, not all the hundred cousins are rich. I have a few that are rich. Of course, I kind of compare myself to them. Oh, they drive, their dad drives a Mercedes. They can travel overseas. They learn piano, ballet and things like that. Yeah. So I kind of feel like I'm not good enough. And when it comes to studies, I'm just average. I don't yeah. go to top school. You are financially free, however. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that is much that's better true. than like 95 percent of the world <laughs> that's true that's true that's true they they kind of envy my life i mean i've yeah it's it's, also, it's not just how much money you have but it's more of their choice of living you know i don't drive a fancy car i don't even drive a car because i feel that, that it gives me more trouble i have to park the car i have to yep. know how to drive you know i have to there's so many things when it when i drive I don't like it, but when I don't drive right now, I just grab a car or I uh, take public transport because I'm not in a rush. I don't have to, it, it, when you're young, you dream of buying a car because you are always at the peak hour. You have to squeeze with other people, right? In the public transport. Yeah. But when you have financial independence, you, there's no need to travel in peak hours. <laughs> you choose the time when it's off peak. You can just take public transport. Nobody's going to... There's always seats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the irony. And that's why I told my friends, you know, you can slow down and enjoy your life. You know, go out and do whatever you want. You don't have to work for... And don't assume that you're going to live forever, you know. What if you live living so much money? And there is a report. 25, the 25 trillion money are left... Um, they call it because of money anxiety. People are so worried that they may not have enough Right, so they leave a lot of money. So in America, twenty-five, I think it's twenty-five. It's a huge number. Twenty-five trillion, I think, is left behind. Yeah. Can you imagine unspent? So I want to live an optimized life. I always tell people I want to live and make sure I spend all my money if possible. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's what it. That's <laughs> what it's here for, right? And I think it. It's um. It'll get even crazier because, um, you know, if you live on like 1500 a month, right? Your financial freedom number could easily be 2000 in passive income, 3000 in passive income. Yeah. And you've like, you're not making a ton of money in comparison, oh. but like in Abilene, Texas, it's really cheap. Like you can get rent for 400, 500 a month. And then wow. your, your food expense could be like 500 a month. And if you don't have a car, that's, you know, America's like second biggest expense. It's like housing, car, and then you just have food and like utilities. That's like thirteen hundred dollars a month. You could easily oh make my. two thousand dollars from like a couple rentals or you know a hundred thousand invested in stocks or whatever. And ah, be financially free. So. Correct. And make meaningful bets. Make meaningful investment. Mm -hmm. I feel that sometimes uh, that's why it's important to keep your toes on the market and learn. We don't have to. You know, nobody can know the top or the bottom. Yeah. But if you can invest at a good time and you know that it is a really good time to invest, especially now, for example, right? Yeah. Let's say you only have 10,000 to invest. Every quarter, 
or every two months or whatever time that you are comfortable with, you put a small amount, you want a dollar average. 10 years later, if this 10,000 becomes 100,000, 200,000, that's a decent amount for anybody. You can't save this amount. You have yeah. to invest at the right time, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No. Meaningful bets. If you just put 1,000, it's really, very really hard. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Well, if you were to change your limiting belief of not being good enough into an abundant phrase that really spoke to your heart in the way that you need to hear it, what would that phrase be? Well, the good thing is when I grow up, I have enough. <laughs> My yeah. biggest change was uh, because remember I told you I was already earning money. I was having my companies. I think I, it looks like other people look at me. I'm like, okay, they're like, okay, this girl is quite successful, you know? Yeah. She has everything already. But yet I still feel insecure. Why? Because I wanted to have more. I will compare to somebody who has even more. But when I recognize I have enough, things change. I realize, okay, I don't have to earn so much money because I have enough passive income, right? I already have all the time for myself. I can do things that I love. I'm already writing whatever I want and I'm whatever sports I want to learn. Like last few years, I learned skating because I always want to skate when I'm young, but I didn't have a chance to. So I learned skating and then I went for my yoga trips and then now I'm doing my rock climbing and next year, and this year I plan for, uh, because my parents are getting old. So I'm preparing like five trips for them. Um, I want them to really enjoy. I'm like, okay, where are the countries that you want to go that you haven't gone? Let's go. Let's do it this year. Yeah. You know? So yeah, they're really happy about it, but it has to be short trips because they're old already and they cannot travel too far to walk for too long. So I think, um, yeah, you, you just... I feel I've enough, so I, I dare to spend. I can spend the money, and I'm really happy about it. And I hope more people can recognize that. Because I see a lot of people who have a lot of money, right? They still feel that they don't have enough. And then they are so worried. Yeah. I got That's you. quite sad, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. I love it. Well, Chin Chin, that is all we got for you. Is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? Well, um, I'm. Uh, thank you for your time, Timothy. I, uh, Timmy, I, I really um, enjoy this time. And um, if your listeners want to have an assessment, uh, I'm willing to give a 30 minutes uh, call for them. They can go to my website at newchinchin.coach. Um, and then we can set up a call and I can see if I can help them. Sounds good. Well, if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Chin Chin had to say, you love the lifestyle she is promoting, which is carefree, who wouldn't love it, right? Um, <laughs> go ahead and check her out. All the links to do so will be down in the show notes. Chin Chin, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Of course. And thank you guys for listening. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.